Good morning. Today is the first day of the month of Tevet in 5783, corresponding to December 25th, 2022. I'm recording back a couple days to the end of chapter four for the reading for the 29th of Kislev. I uh, did not record for the last couple of days because I've been dealing with a bit of laryngitis. So I am going backwards and then we'll catch up again. But the end of chapter four, which had been focused on the notion that Torah and God are one and that the beginning of understanding the notion of connecting to God comes through the study of the Torah, continues by offering us that the idea that since the Torah and its commandments clothe all faculties of the soul, all the ten faculties, the ten Sfirot, and all of the soul's 613 organs from the head to the foot, it is truly completely bound up with God in the bond of life. So the Alter Rebbe continues on this theme that this relationship between us and God <coughs> is manifest in this world as a relationship between us and the study of the divine wisdom. And it's not just uh, some sort of esoteric divine wisdom, it's any type of divine wisdom. He quotes the idea that, with that said, we would say, oh, well, we should then always bask in the glory of God, and maybe it's better not to be of this world. And so he reminds his followers, better to an hour of action in this world than the whole life of the world to come. For while the world to come is a state of being in which we're always connected to the divine presence. That's a very deep conversation into itself. In our world, we have the opportunity to not just be within the radiance, but to actively connect to it, to actually comprehend a, glim a glimmer of God's light. We have the ability to experience it in a constant active state as opposed to just being passive recipients. And for the Alter Rebbe, this is a message that his followers need to have, is that we can't just allow things to be, but we have to do. We have to take actions. And he goes on to remind us of the following. Another idea on the same topic, in that, each of us, just like each of us comes at a different place, each of us has a different soul spot, if you will, that we saw previously. So too the way that we relate to God can be different. But we're all relating to God. And he gives an illustration. It's like a king. Everyone connects to the king in some way, shape, or form. Some connect to the king when the king is close, or as he puts it, when the king is wearing a single robe, or when the king is wearing many robes. But in both cases, we're embracing the king. It's not embracing the clothing. Same with God. No matter what we study and how we study, there's a correlation and a connection thereof. So, he spends, an, in, so as we see, he spends a lot of time in this chapter on 
explaining to us this connection between us and God through the Torah. And I believe he's doing this for two reasons. One, of course, is because he's going to continue in chapter 5 to express what it means to study Torah and how that study will help and close our soul. And by us studying, we th- by, by our, and then our soul will enclose the Torah, sort of some sort of symbiotic relationship, which we'll discuss in our next podcast. But I would offer something else. I would offer a whole different concept that goes beyond his thoughts. We always are struggling with our spirituality, each and every one of us, in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's finding the time for it, whether it's getting deep into it, whether it's the tasting and testing of different kinds of spiritualities that exist in this world. I think we struggle because we don't grasp that the struggle is the process. That the struggle is the connection between us and God. It's not the end game. It's how it's the process of getting there step by step. And I think for chapter four, the layout here of telling us that Torah and God are the same and they're one is trying to tell us that it's not about trying to connect to an infinite on some infinite plane, but we connect to the infinite on the plane that we are on. We connect to it through a distilled system, which is our life. It's our material world. It's our body, if you will. Not the body in just a physical sense, but the body in the overarching whole sense that we are limited. We will never reach that highest plane because it's impossible. But we can reach the highest place within the limited realm of our existence. I think so many of us get afraid of that because I think we have a certain expectations rather than just rather than just recognizing that it is every step in the process. That is a spiritual growth moment as long as we put the effort into it, as long as we put the process in place to do that work. And so as we continue going through Tanya, and on my musings on the Tanya, meaning it's not just his words, but just some of the thoughts that come up for me, I want us to remember that point as well, every single little step. And just to end, since it's the seventh day of Hanukkah, it's important to remember as well, little idea about Hanukkah, the way that we light candles, I've written about this, and I've shared this before, the way we light candles, the going up from one candle on night number one to two to three to four on on that menorah until tonight when we're going to have the eighth candle and fill it. It's a paradigm for spiritual growth. The growth comes in steps. We light one, and we take the first step. We then expand and we light two and so on. And we light one on top of the other. Now, we don't light with the candle the previous night. We light with a separate candle. But as each step requires its own light until we get to the end, until we get it to a completion. We don't start at the complete point. We start at the base point. That's the message of Hanukkah. That, I think, is the message that we're going to see in the Tanya off and on, on and off, is that we work step by step some of us reach very high places. Some of us become the Benoni. Some of us struggle our entire lives just to grasp one iota of the divine. 
but we all have an we all have the opportunity to take those steps. So let me wish you all a wonderful Hanukkah, a wonderful Rosh Chodesh. Today is the beginning of Tevet, so it's a new beginning of a new month. Um, and continue blessings on our journey together through this book. Hopefully I'll be able to record the other one later today. If not, it'll be tomorrow where we'll get into chapter 5 covering Shabbat's learning and today's learning.